Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Your state of mind, your, your, your happiness with being an eagle currently and moving forward. Let's, let's start with that one about your feelings about being a Philadelphia Eagle now and for the foreseeable future. I have no problem. I want to be here. It's as simple as that. I, I love where I'm at. It's as simple as that. Next question. Next question. There were plenty. Welcome back. Next it, question. It is the Midday Show. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hugh Douglas, Joe Julia. Back to your calls in a couple minutes here. Did we overreact to the end of the Eagles season and all of the drama that has uh, unfolded since and the rumors out there about the locker room, about Sirianni? Have we over? I think we've overreacted a little bit. This team wasn't great. They fell off. The reality is they've got a lot of work to do to be a great football team again. But I do think we've overreacted, specifically me. I'll call myself out. I overreacted a little bit to some of this stuff the last couple months. Howie and Nick speak today. But this is my first chance, Hugh. I haven't had a chance to react to the A.J. Brenner Oh, man, it was awesome. I didn't, you know, I still to this day, I've only heard snippets because I was in the car. I was going to pick up Harper, my son, and uh, I didn't get a chance to hit an hit a, hit a actual audio. So then I waited, tried to wait around to 5.30, but then Harper got hungry. So then I, I missed that. So I only heard snippets. But it was pretty good, man. Shout out to Ike and Jack for, for getting that, man. And, and shout out to AJ for calling in. I didn't have a problem with what he said. I'm just, I was, but I'm not going to lie. I was curious when all this came out. I was curious to see how you were going to react to this. So I have a lot of thoughts. And I've, obviously I've had to kind of hold them here since, since Friday. I, I, was, uh, I got home and then I, I, I realized he called in. I was like, wait a second. And I, so then I started listening. I was captivated. I thought it was the best thing on WIP. And I'm going to exclude, like, goodbyes. Like, Angelo's goodbye was obviously a different kind of thing. Ray's goodbye was a different kind of thing. Uh, even Mark's a couple months ago when he said goodbye. That's different. That's kind of an emotional thing um, with the audience and, and someone they listened to a lot. This was, this was maybe the most authentic sports radio I've heard on WIP since the Gabe Kapler interview with Angelo all those years ago. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't move from the radio. That was good. So, number one, I think it's really cool that he called in because he said he was going to do it. Yeah, stand-up guy. And I, I was skeptical. I was like, is he really going to do this? And he did it. So, that, I thought that was really cool. Stand-up guy. Other takeaway I had is that he, he cares. Now, is maybe his emotions sometimes a little misguided? Maybe. I mean, you could say that if you want. But he cares. I, I took that from it, that he cares. I love that he said, I want to be here because that was a question. Right, when he went on that Kay Adams interview, what, a month ago? Yeah, he was indecisive. Yeah, he just he found it. He came a little wishy-washy. It just felt like, all right, you, whatever. There's conversation, there's rumors. What do you think? And he didn't say, I want to be there. On Friday, he said, I want to be here, which I think that's what people wanted to hear. I wanted to hear that. So that made me feel good. And the other thing I, I thought about all weekend, and I, it, I would give him this advice, and I'm not much older than him, but a little bit. If I was A.J. Brown, Hugh, if 
I didn't like what I heard or I didn't like what I read, I would try to stay away from it. Because this is the reality of a big market, whether it's Boston, New York, Philadelphia. Yeah. Things go bad. There's going to be criticism. And as far as rumors and whatever, I mean, look, if you're if you're a good player, someone's going to say one day, hey, is that good player always going to be here? Could we trade him for someone else? That's not that big of a deal. If that bothers him, he probably shouldn't listen or consume or pay attention. If he can, Now, look, some guys can handle it, then whatever. Like, we know Bryce Harper's a listener to the afternoon show. He, he's, he's talked about it. He's gone on with Chuck and Mount Airy. He likes what we do here. He likes sports talk, right? Yeah. And, you know, Bryce has been criticized on WIP. Some guy a couple of years ago said we should trade it for Juan Soto. He doesn't mind that. If you mind it, and Hugh, you live this, and you obviously were okay with it because you joined us eventually. So did Ike and Richie. If you if it bothers you, I, my advice then would be don't consume it, don't listen to it because it's just the way it works. People are going to have opinions about your play and, and your future and all that kind of stuff. And then it's like this too, man. This is going to be here. For as long as there's sports to talk about. Oh, yeah. It's going to outlast me there, and you and yes, him. Yes. For as long as there's going to be fan reaction, mm-hmm. for as long there's always going to be controversy. The biggest difference now is that everybody has a platform. Yes. And everybody has a voice, which makes it, I think it makes it great, but it's also a double-edged sword. So a lot of times when, when I, even on my feed, when it's a little bit too negative, I just won't get on Twitter that day. I won't get on Twitter for a couple of days. You know, so it, it's one of those things where you have to, the best that you can, control the narrative. And you can also control the narrative by being clear and concise in what you say. Mm-hmm. Now, even when you do that, AJ, if you're listening, no matter what you say, people are still going to pull from it what they will, even if it sounds ridiculous to you because that's just what we do. You know, there were people yesterday that that pulled from what you said that, you know, you you outworked everybody like you was disrespecting other people. And that's fine. That is fine because that's what other people heard. But as long as you are true to yourself and concise with what you say, that's the only thing you can worry about, bro. And keep it moving. That's it. Yeah, and I, I do think sometimes social media could be a funhouse mirror. He, he may think people don't like him here or in the media, whatever the media is, or fans. I think for the most part, people like AJ. Yeah, they love him. They, they love him. They he's, don't want to see him go. Passion, he's a yeah. passionate guy, man. And, and listen, like I said yesterday, I, I don't want anybody on my squad that isn't or doesn't feel like he's the best player on the squad. Every football player that has ever that I've ever played with felt that. And I mean that's a trait for the good ones. <laughs> like I I don't want to play with anybody who's like, ah, I'm all right. No. I want them to think they're mm. the ish. Yeah, and he does. You know what I mean? I, I want you to think that. And I, I like that to too. That. Yeah, I, I love his passion and I love I mean obviously he's a wonderful player and I love that he cares. Like that came off to me. He cares. Yeah. Now, it, it's a matter of just focusing on the things that really matter. Like, if, if someone has an idea that they might want to trade you for another player, that doesn't matter, AJ. That's just fodder. That's just conversation. That, that, that's not worth your, your energy if you're a player. That, that'd be my advice to him. But I thought it was cool he called in. 215-592-9494. All right, did we do it? Did we overreact to the end of the Eagles season? No. Hugh says no. Things Why? are yeah, that, that guy's got to calm down. Anthony in Southwest Philly. What's up, Anthony? What's going on, guys? How y'all feeling this What's morning? Going on, Good, Anthony. Anthony. What's up, buddy? Ain't nothing much, man. I, I think we are at that point where we're doing a little bit of overreacting. You know, point where we're just trying to figure out what happened, you know. But, Hugh, I think you might have pointed out exactly. You might have got the problem when you said you was piecing everything together and you, you brought up something. You said the guy's going to come in here and the difference is that he has no loyalty to anybody. So, you know, he's going to be able to straighten it up. 
without, you know, having to go and, and feel like he got to look in the mirror like he long, he wronged his homeboy or something like that. <laughs> yeah, you know, he, hey, listen, Coach Goober out here trying to get a head coach's job somewhere, dog. So he exactly. ain't worried. He ain't worried about nobody feelings. He ain't worried about you know, like drawing up plays in the dirt. He just trying to win so that he can work on his resume, and, and get him a head coach job, coaching job somewhere. Exactly. And he's not interested in the popular table, the cool table. No, the cool buddies, kids. Yeah, yeah, none, none of that. that. No, we gonna come in here. We gonna work, and we gonna get this thing done. And you know, and 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 if things don't look right, instead of like they said, uh, Brian Johnson was reluctant to. Um, to give Jalen Hurts accountability. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be like that on the other side of the coin. He's going to jump right on to Jalen Hurts because, you know, we got all of the, all of the, you know, the glitter and the feathers out the room. We can clearly see what's going on here. So, you know, instead of being, we, we, instead of having a guy that's afraid to talk to somebody when they're not doing the right thing, you know, we bring someone in who don't care about none of that. We don't need none of that. The, the goal is we need to put a Lombardi on the shelf for them here and on Bro and Patterson. If that's not the goal, we don't know what you know. We don't need none of that. We don't care about how 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 cool you are with this dude. You know what I mean? Or how how long and we all you know y'all grew up together. You know those things don't really make a difference right here with this. And yeah, of course, you know, like they said, you know, different guys were getting treated different. And you know, I think that's it right there. Like you said, when you was doing the piecemeal and putting things together, you know. Of course, dudes gonna get di- get different treatment. That's why everybody got a different check to sign. You know, well, and that's got a true. Yeah, money. yeah. There are you know? there <laughs> are. It's true, and every it's true probably in every business, right? Anthony, we appreciate the phone call. It's not just true in the NFL. So here's what Anthony was referencing. He would go back to the article this morning, Philadelphia Choir, written by Marcus Hayes. All right, here here is the the part Anthony was referencing there. Hugh, I want your reaction to this because it's 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 pretty damning. I think of the coaching staff, certainly of Brian Johnson. Here here it is from Marcus Hayes' article this morning. It's an indictment of first-year offensive coordinator Brian Johnson. He is a longtime family friend of Hurts and was his quarterback's coach for two years with the Eagles. But when promoted last year, players said Johnson became reluctant to hold Hurts accountable. Johnson also, according to players, was intimidated by Brown. <laughs> that's not that's not what you want to hear. I, I You're the just coach. Like, like, I don't, like, again, I, I always have to preface it with this, Joe. I wasn't in the locker room. But that dog sound like it a hunt to me. That dog sound like it hunts. And and the reason why I say that is because I I, I think I read it wrong. I, I read with Brian Johnson being his friend, I, I look at it like I look at my friends. They're overly overly critical, which is good because you need that. You need somebody that's gonna tell you the truth when you don't want to hear it sometimes, even when it makes you cringe. I, I respect that. And that those are the only kind of friends that I roll with, the ones that tell me stuff that I don't want to hear because I need to hear that. And that's why I value, I value their friendship. It just sounds like it's the polar opposite with this. And I think it's a little valid with the fact that, you know, the improvisation of plays and things of that nature. The only problem that I have is when I'm reading this story is that this, this conversation that was had with one of these the anonymous player who wanted to remain anonymous mm-hmm. This came after the Cardinals game. It did, and according to the story, it was an off-the-record conversation. Yes, totally off-the-record. And then this weekend, I guess that player gave the permission, like, all right, you can print it, just don't put my name to it. Yeah, and, you know, you, you, you're a little bit of a sucker for that, in my opinion. Like, like seriously. Well, because off the record, usually you're way, way more, uh, my, in my experience, and I'm not a, I'm, I don't have the experience of being a player, but just like 
if you and I are having a conversation and no one's around, we may say things that we wouldn't say if ten other people are mm-hmm. around. Right? Off yeah. the record means yeah. it's, it's private. But 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 I'm gonna say this: if I have that, if I'm that dude and I feel like I'm being disrespected or treated a certain way, I'm I'm gonna go and put my name on it, and I'm a, I'm gonna wait for whatever the repercussions repercussions are because I think that in situations like this, especially when you're you're saying some of the things that you're saying, that the people that you're talking about should be allowed to defend themselves, you know, especially when you're making those kind of indictments. And then on top of that, you're, you're out there bumping your gums during a, a season collapse and why it's still going on. I have a problem with that. Yeah, well, that's now that's just, that's, that's just me being old school. Now I understand that things are, are a little different now, but it's, I have a problem with you sitting in your locker after a loss. And I, I mean, I, and not, not trying to, you know, take away from the story, but I'm just making a point. I have a problem with you being a part of the collapse and you running your mouth about how other people are being treated. What did you do? That That's the question that I would ask. Sure. But that's neither here nor there. So that's a part of the story. Now, like I said earlier, being treated differently in the NFL, it's a pecking order. Quarterback, quarterback, the only cat that I know that has the coach's number on speed dial, and they talk intimately a lot. Because that's the relationship that they have. So, you know, and, and I'm a pretty sure the offensive coordinator the same thing and all the other good stuff. So they're, they're going to be treated differently. Now, if there was an issue with him calling out certain players or something, I think that's a culture situation. And that's Coach Sirianni. Because when I came into the NFL, Joe, and I'm going back to when I played, and, and again, I have to say, I understand it's different now. Leather helmets, Stone Ages, all 1990s, that. yeah. But you, you respected the elders. You respected the ones that came before you, even if they couldn't play anymore, even if their game was diminishing, because they paved the way for you. Now, a lot of this, when I read this story, it talks about how Fletcher Cox was treated differently. Uh, BG. BG was pre- yeah. treated differently. Last time I checked, BG made one of the biggest plays to win the Super Bowl, the first Super Bowl in the Philadelphia Eagles history. He's going to be treated differently. Let me, let, let me just say that to whomever – Felt like they're getting preferential treatment. Fletcher Cox is a perennial pro bowler. He's going to be an Eagles Hall of Famer. Like, just want to put that out there. Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey, these guys are potential Hall of Famer. Well, Jason Kelsey definitely a Hall of Famer. Lane Johnson is a potential Hall of Famer, perennial pro bowler. Now, if forget you, do not cut that off, Kyle. Do not cut that off. You saw him going right for it. The point that I'm making is this. Yes, they are going to be treated differently, as they should be, as they should be, Joe. So if th- you're in your feelings because you're in the meeting and you've only been in the league for four I, – I give you I give you grace. I say you've been in the league for three or four years. What does your resume look like compared to those other guys? So I think that makes a lot of sense, right? And you live this life. Let me ask you this question, though, and I'm, I'm going to spin it back to what we do here as a radio station at WIP. Let's imagine, and I'm going to use a young player versus an established person, okay? Let's imagine there's a young host at WIP that has an idea for an, an open to a show, right? And we bring it up to someone, or so that person brings it up to someone, and they say, eh, like a, you know, a boss level, right? I don't know if that's that good of an idea to start a show. Maybe think of something different. And then you're that young person, you turn on the radio, and we're starting the show with that exact idea. Wouldn't you wonder, like, why why are we not keeping everyone accountable? If you if this isn't if that doesn't look good on film, if that's not a good idea, I just I don't know what happened last year in that locker room. I don't know why this stuff is coming out. I do wonder though if this is something Sirianni has to fix to where the young guys are saying, okay, 
I know I'm making mistakes. I know that Brandon Graham or Fletcher Cox or any veteran has been here a long time, but I'm seeing them make the same mistake on film and no one's pointing it out when they do it. I, that would probably frustrate me if I was a younger guy. Yeah, but you're worrying about the wrong thing. Get to that. Get to my level. And then you can worry about but that. That's how I would look at so it. So I would, I would ask, though, what is, how do I know what's right and wrong if you're not pointing out all the wrong in the film session? Well, it's, it's the way that you do it. Okay. It, it's, it, and maybe, maybe, like, we have to be in the locker room in order to see what's being said. Because, like I said, the way that I was talked to was different, or the way I was corrected, I should say, was different than the way, say, a Troy Vincent was corrected or the way that Bobby Taylor was correct. This is in a, in a, in a, in a, in the whole defensive meeting. Mm. This is all 11 guys on, on, in the room and we're watching film and, and Jim Johnson might say, uh, the defensive end on here, he, he, he took the wrong route on this one. And, and coach, coach Brace like, damn it, Douglas, what were you thinking on this play? And I'll probably say something, Hey coach, I, whatever. And, and he'll say, you know, linebacker on this play, Trot. He might be talking to Trot. He said, "Hey, we, you know, that's not bad, but we need to do better because that's not the way it was designed or whatever." Troy and Bobby, you know, that's not the technique that we would use, but you know, hey, da 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 da, we got to get it right the next time. Something like that. It was just, it's just a different way you talk to people. It's, it's not like you're not holding them accountable. It might be a, a simple situation of you might be like, "Hey, Rook, what the hell are you doing on this play?" Because I got a lot of that in my first year. Sure. You know what I mean? I, I remember, and I, I've told you stories about how after I would get out of a team meeting, I had another meet with my coach just to go over to make sure I understood what was being taught that day. So, and then in practice, when I was screwed up, I would get yelled at at practice. But it's just different coaching style. You can't coach everybody the same. And, and it just surprises me that in this day and age, football players are becoming more and more snowflakes. And I'm starting to hear more and more stories about guys crying and complaining about something that has been going on for years. Now, let me be clear, because I don't want anybody to think that I am attacking the person, the anonymous quoter in this. But I I honestly feel like if that's the way that you felt in order to fix all of this, you need to let that be known. So I do think, and we'll go back to phone lines in a second here, I do think that in general, and it's not about any single player, that Football players and athletes are getting a little bit more sensitive yes. to criticism and coaching. I do yes. feel that way. So here's the thing. As a coach, you have to adjust to that, though. It may, you do. It may you be do. annoying, but if I'm Nick Sirianni, I'm like, uh-oh. But I, it, uh, these guys are all annoyed at me, so either I can just say, hey, you're too sensitive, or I can adjust so I don't lose a lot. And, and I will say this, too. Culture means a lot, too. And Coach Sirianni, is not, he's accountable in all of this. Of he's course, accountable. Of course. Because if you know... Like if if you know that certain people are feeling some kind of way about the way that your your coaching style, that is something that you need to address with the coach. There's no question. All right, let's go back to the phone lines here. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Did we overreact to the end of the Eagles season? I think we did. I did. I, I'm looking for a lot of reasons why this thing fell apart between Howie and the coaching and blah blah blah. I just think they probably weren't that good. It all evened out, and it just hit us. It hit us hard at the end of the hit season. Hit us across the lips. It did. I, yeah. Well, especially the end. It, it really did. <laughs> Daniel in Newtown Square. Hey, Daniel. What's going on, Joe? I think you absolutely nailed it. Uh, we had a way high expectations for ten and one, based on the performance that season, and you just can't say any other way that you can talk around it. Well, found a way to win. No, you got lucky time after time after time. Ten and one was way above this team's level, and 
My theory about why it fell apart was that 85 plays on defense against Buffalo in the overtime game. You got to think about it. Like when, when I grew up, it was like a 14 game season. Now I went to 16, 17. It's a grind. I don't think the average fan can can has a comprehension of just how worn out these bodies get in, in such a grueling long season. And, and then you have 85 plays. The next week uh, was 75 plays. Yeah, well, and on that, on that, Daniel, they had the Monday night game in Kansas City, and then the 85 or whatever. I think Blankenship played like 115 when you include uh, special teams against Buffalo. That was in a short week too. I mean, that in in essence, they kind of peaked, Daniel, at, at in late November, and then that was it. That was the best they played. And, and you know, you're just not going to have the physical bodies recover. Uh, you know, we got another long game the next week, and then you you you, not, you don't you don't get a break. And I think uh, you know, so the defense fell apart. Clearly, I think that was the beginning of it. The fact that the offense couldn't keep them off the field with all the turnovers and the three and outs, and then just and then just whatever happened internally within the, when you stopped started losing. Like I said, if you, like you said, if you're winning, every, everything gets everybody gets a pass. But now all of a sudden, now you lose a few games, everybody's starting to backstab, and that the, the team energy fell apart. It snowballed. It, it, it did. And that's, that's what happened. The energy fell down. The results fell down. Daniel, we appreciate the phone call. Here are your favorite things. Snap counts. I don't, Tired. I don't, I don't believe What's in your that, favorite man. Thing? I, I, you, you, I let him speak. You saw that when yeah, he I, said I, it. I, I don't I, believe in I that. think it's more of a thing than, than you do. But, hey. I, I don't. You, because you, I look at, you felt it. I, I look at the Baltimore Ravens, and when you look at comparable snaps between the Baltimore Ravens and the Eagles during the season, they were really close. About how many snaps team they played. Snaps, team, yeah, team snaps, yeah, snaps. As, as a defense. They yep. were really, really close. Now, I don't know if they were rotating more. Than yeah, the I, I don't Maybe know. Maybe they but, were playing but, more guys. Yeah, but but I don't I don't know about that. I, I don't believe in that. I, I think that, you know, mentality and prepare, being prepared. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Helps out tremendously. I don't know about that. As far as, you know, this team was overrated, I don't know about that either because this team just coming off a Super Bowl. But it's not the same team. They lost six defensive they, players. They lost six defensive players, yeah. but the one common denominator that we had is our quarterback. Yep. And was, he didn't play as was well. growing. Sure. Well, he was and supposed he, to be. He he was he played well at the beginning of the season. And then somewhere along the line. And I know that's that's up that's debatable on the way that he played. I, I I acknowledge that. That's debatable at the beginning of the year. And somewhere along the line it fell apart. But there were signs that this team was pretty good early on. Especially in the passing game. Yeah. Well, they they did put up some big numbers, especially AJ and Jalen. Certainly early. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. As the off season begins today, in in for real. I mean, the combine has begun. Howie and Nick will speak later. We'll carry it live on the midday show. Did we overreact to the end of the Eagles season? I believe we did. I believe I have. 
Look, before the season, I thought they'd go 11-6. and six. They went 11-6, and six, and I'm mad about it because of the way it happened and the way the whole thing played out. I think we overreacted a little bit, and we're looking for all these little reasons, locker room, chemistry, all that, as to the reason why. 215-592-9494. We get back. Your phone calls. We'll dive into what we want to hear Sirianni and how we say today. What do we want to ask them if we could ask a question? Plus, how much flexibility do the Eagles really have with the cap? And which player are some Eagles trying to recruit here in free agency? This is a big Ooh. one. We'll hit that next right here on the Midday Show. Sports Radio 94 WIP. This is the time of year to enjoy life. You saw what it's going to be today. It's going to be like 65 degrees. You know, if you're one of those individuals that like to be outside and everything, you need to stop letting that joint pain keep you from doing the things you want to do this spring. Beautiful day. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. I'm talking about lasting joint pain relief. You know, when you get older, those joints start aching real bad. You know, one thing I did know about QC Kinetics is that pro athletes, you're right, that's right, have been doing this for years, but now this life-changing treatment is available for you. This is not a Band-Aid that I'm talking about, folks. This is a revolutionary treatment that can get you back in the game. So you can walk, run, and climb stairs, play golf, and move again pain-free, especially on a day like today. It's a beautiful day, but make sure you dress up. You know, warm because it's still kind of cold outside. You know, your body has what it needs to restore and repair itself, and QC Kinetics can make that happen for you. This is with no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. No, this is this is an all-natural solution. Like I said, no surgery. Hundreds of board-certified QC Kinetic providers have treated a ton of satisfied patients all over America, and guess what? You can be one of them. Hip pain, back pain, any pain associated with arthritis or injury, it's a great use of that tax refund check, by the way, too. Get that tax refund coming back. Give my friends at QC Kinetics a call at 215-999-3000. That's 215-999-3000. One more time, 215-999-3000. QC Kinetics, give them a call. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.